Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you can join us today at Empowering Life Ministries Podcast. I'm Daryl Barber, and I'll be your host today. Uh, Before we get started today, though, let me share some ways that you can contact us. You can find us on Facebook. Our website is empoweringlifeministries.com. There you can go there and find more about our ministry and uh, find material we have there. Right now, I know my book, From Glory to Glory, is available, and you can get it there. I do have a new book coming out in the next few months called Navigating Grace. I hope you uh, can get that when that comes out. Also, if you'd like to give a donation, you can also do that on our website. Uh, That helps support Donna and I and the work that we're doing, and we really want to be a blessing wherever we go. If you uh, could, if you would, and I've asked this at every podcast, please give us a rating on the podcast because that's going to help enlarge our audience of listeners and we do want to reach as many people as we can for the good news of the kingdom of God. Amen. Uh, I'm going to get back into our study in Romans chapter 1. We're still uh, just in verse 1, but there's so many things there uh, to look into. Uh, Last week, as we went through looking at what an apostle was, we looked at some material that I had from Kevin Connor, and I shared with that out of his book on the church in the New Testament. And uh, we got into about uh, apostles are set apart for preaching the gospel. It's the last part we got to last last time we were together. He was set apart as an apostle for preaching the gospel of God, the good news of salvation. And I left you with that, and today we're going to come into looking at the different there's more than one gospel to preach. You know, the, when we look at the gospel of salvation, we think that's what the gospel is, the good news. But there's a lot of different areas of subject matter of the gospel. We also have the gospel of Christ, not just the gospel of salvation. We have the gospel of His Son. Um, we, <laughs> we have uh, the gospel of the grace of God, uh, we have the gospel of the kingdom. So we're going to look into some of these different areas of the gospel and what this good news is that we're sharing and understand that, you know, it's not just in salvation uh, is the only gospel we have. A lot of people come to Christ and they get born again. And a lot of people sit around with their ticket punch waiting on Jesus to come take them to heaven. And that has really never been the heart of God. It's not even the plan of God. It's It comes, I believe, uh, just a mentality Uh, of escapism that's been put into so many people's hearts. If we would really understand the calling on our life as an individual and the thing God wants and has for us to do, I believe we would really start digging into the Word of God and really finding some of the things I'm sharing with you today. Uh, Because, you know, when we bring uh, our perspective of the good news of Jesus Christ, it don't just need to be about just getting saved. There's also the gospel of Christ. And let's look at that uh, today uh, because it might mean more than probably what you think it means. In Romans 15 and 29, it says, And I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel or the good news of Christ. Well, if you look up Christ here, it's Strong's Concordance number 5547, and it means anointed. The gospel of the anointing is really what it's speaking of. That is the Messiah. It's an epithet of Jesus. It comes from root word 5548 that means to smear or to rub with oil, to anoint. And I've told people this before. Sometimes when you have people in your life that are rubbing you the wrong way, 
uh, get a different mindset about it. Don't think that they're just aggravating you. Uh, th start thinking that they're anointing you <laughs> because I promise you it's doing the work in you. Uh, we don't. Sometimes we try to avoid situations where people rub us the wrong way, but I'm telling you it could be the very thing that's going to build something in us. And really that's what the anointing does in our lives. It really builds us in the things of Christ and it gives it it's a access giver uh, when we have the anointing of the Lord in our life and we have the Spirit of the Lord in our life. In Colossians one twenty seven, it says to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. These riches that he's speaking of includes our inheritance being partakers of the divine nature, all things that pertain to life and godliness, exceeding great and precious promises. Uh, you find all that in Peter. And that's some things he's speaking to us. So all of these things we find in Christ. In John 14, 16 through 18, and then I'm going to read verse 23 also, it says this, And I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another Comforter, that He may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And listen to this. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Hallelujah. Isn't that beautiful? coming and living within us. See, we're the temple of the Holy Ghost is what we are. And in Acts chapter 2, uh, on the day of Pentecost, listen how this reads. It says, When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it set up on each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and be began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. As the Spirit gave them utterance. I think that's a powerful thing. Really, when speaking in tongues really is the language of the kingdom is really what it is. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and I'm going to read a few verses here, so bear with me in this. Uh, I'm going to read through verse 27. It says, For as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. So think about this before I read the rest of that. So also is Christ. When we're the body of Christ, every one of us make up the Christ in the earth. And I, I used to, when I was pastoring Good News Worship Center, I used to tell our church all the time, our church was more anointed because you were there. Because you bring a part of the Christ into the mix. You bring your spice, if you would, to the art of the apothecary. And even in communion, as we break the bread, how many of you know that Jesus is the one breaking us and he's given us to the earth? We go out and people receive of the good things of God because you're a part of the Christ that's basically Christ in you reconciling them unto God. He's working out of you to do that. So let's, let's finish our reading. It says, For by one Spirit we're all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, 
and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, Because I'm not the hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not the body? And if the ear shall say, Because I'm not the eye, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now has God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it pleased Him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they members, many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness, for our comely parts have no need. But God has tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked, that there should be no schism in the body, but the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. Or one member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. We need each other. Everybody that's part of the body of Christ, we absolutely need each other and we work together and we fulfill the purpose of God in this earth. Paul said in Romans 1.16, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Whenever we hear the gospel of Christ and learn we can be a part of the body of Christ, it becomes the power of God unto salvation in our lives. That's the gospel of Christ, the good news that we can be filled with the Holy Ghost and He will live in us and He'll work through us. Uh, to me, when it speaks of sharing the gospel of Christ, that's where we're sharing the good news that you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. I don't know where you're at today in your walk with God, but I'm telling you the Holy Spirit gives you access to all of the gifts that He's given to the church and you can walk in those things and receive of those things in God. And I'm telling you, He wants to use you today. Well, listen, I'm out of time. I'm so glad you joined us today. I uh, hope you have a great rest of the day. God bless you.